welcome back to the Jessica Penelli podcast. I want you to raise your hand unless you're driving. Raise your hand if you have ever been personally victimized by perfectionism. If you're watching the YouTube, you can see I'm raising my hand. I think that majority of us either calls ourselves a perfectionist or has some form of perfectionism when it comes to career business, relationships, making money, the way that you look in the certain things that you were doing. And I realized that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, I, I don't think I am, but I realized I haven't really dedicated an entire episode to perfectionism and speaking to you about it and speaking about my experience and the things that it comes to perfectionism. Now, this could be a very simple, quick uh, episode by me just saying, remember that nothing in life is perfect. There is law of duality slash law of polarity, whatever you resonate when it comes to that. And there is, if you are aiming for perfection, you are going to be aiming again and again and again and again, and you are never going to reach that level of perfection. So that's a really simple way to put it. And that's a really simple way that I describe it when it comes to breaking down the barriers to perfectionism. But let's go a little bit deeper in this podcast episode. Ep- episode and hopefully it might help you to understand yourself a little bit better. Now, I am speaking about perfectionism because it has been something over the past maybe 10 years, maybe even longer, maybe since I was 16, 17, definitely, yeah, definitely longer, you know, from high school of being quite consciously aware. You know, you hit this point as a teenager, you start to be really aware. It doesn't mean that you know anything, but you start to be really aware of what you're thinking, what you're doing, your place in the world. And I was such a high achiever in high school in all all aspects of my life. And I had been since growing up, being a young kid, athletics, dancing, academics, music, you name it. I've probably done it and I've probably gone above and beyond. So it kind of created this sense of things have to be perfect or I have to reach this flawless result of something that I am doing. And I remember younger Jess, you know, maybe in year 11 and 12, so 16, 17, and then going into my 20s when I was in university, when I was starting to be a personal trainer, I definitely feel that I set the standards for myself really, really high. And sometimes we do that as well as a form of self-sabotage because we kind of want to prove to ourselves, this is what the subconscious mind does. It's what the nervous system does, right? We want to prove to ourselves what is being said is is correct. And what we are saying is true. And so we do set these standards high and we call ourselves a perfectionist and they're so impossibly high. And maybe you are relating to this. Maybe right now in your life, you have set a standard for yourself or you set this goal that's impossible. Now I use the term impossible really, really lightly because nothing's impossible. Not to sound like all airy, fairy and cliche, but yes, if you have a deep desire to achieve something, you have a deep goal. Of course, I believe that you are able to make your way towards that if that is something that you truly, truly desire. But I bring that up because a lot of the time as a perfectionist or if you uh, if you are someone who refers to themselves as a perfectionist or you have perfectionism tendencies that normally this level of perfection that you are aiming for isn't actually achievable and or isn't actually something you really resonate with, isn't really something that you desire. You may want a level, let's say 
whether it's in regards to a job, career, business, a level of money, a level of status, a level of wealth or a type of relationship or a lifestyle, but it doesn't always mean that you are actually in tune. That's your desire. So that's actually the first thing that I want you to look at if you struggle with perfectionism, if you struggle with setting impossibly high standards for yourself, start to look at are these standards, are the things that I'm aiming towards, the things that I'm working towards that, you know, perfectionism, and I realized this in my early 20s, but I kind of ignored it, but perfectionism is like this ongoing uphill battle right like you're on a mountain you're going 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 and it's like you get to one ledge of the mountain one rock and it's like okay it's there but like this isn't good enough and the mountain the thing is the mountain just keeps getting bigger and bigger right if we're using some form of analogy it's not something that stops because perfectionism if you didn't have perfectionism it's like I can see the top of the mountain I know there's going to be hurdles I know there's going to be things that give me feedback of how to climb this mountain better but I can see the top with perfectionism we don't see the top right we, we kind of envision what the top looks like. We kind of envision what it's going to feel like. But every time we get to a new, new, if we're using this example, this analogy, we get to a new ledge, we get to a new rock. It's like, that's not good enough, actually. Like, I want this type of um, top of the mountain or this isn't good enough. So we keep going and going and going and nothing feels like you've achieved anything. And that's what perfectionism does. And I had it really, really bad for probably my mid-20s with the things that I was trying to do, even in some form when I, when I developed my business, when I created my business in 2019. I had some form of perfectionism as well. And I, it was really, it's really hard because you fixate on what you believe is going to be the best thing. You fixate on what you believe is going to make you look good. You know, you also have to ask yourself, why am I trying to perfect something? Is it because of my family, my friends, the judgment, society? Is it because I saw my my parents or my primary caregivers like doing this and having this type of personality of always trying to perfect things? And you really have to understand that Your aim for perfectionism is probably one of the things that is hindering your progress, that is hindering your growth, that is actually getting you in a cycle, a perfectionism self-sabotage cycle where you actually fail, where you actually don't reach anything. Because then what happens is you get overwhelmed, you get burnt out, you get frustrated, you get very, very resentful. When you have a, when you're resenting something, it starts to grow into a fear. And when you have a fear, you don't want to do something, right? Because the body doesn't like fear. The body doesn't like change. And if it's fear of failure, success, judgment, whatever it may be, the body doesn't like that. And so you end up just sitting in, and I've had these conversations with women before and, and deeper conversations with the women that have come into my containers and done coaching, that if you are aiming for perfectionism and you're in this overwhelmed, burnt out cycle because of it, you will not achieve anything. You Nothing is going to be perfection. And I really had to learn as I, a couple of years into my business, I really, really had to learn to let go of it. And I know right now that is probably like, oh my God, that's not a good enough answer, but it's it's something that you have to sit with and get uncomfortable. You have to be able to regulate your body, your nervous system, and, and literally tell yourself that it's safe to make mistakes. It's safe to have imperfections. I actually said to a client the other day, you know, this podcast, 
when I started, I was, I've said this story a few times, but if you haven't heard it, when I first started the podcast, I was so scared of fear of judgment and I put it off for like six, seven months recording the podcast. And then eventually I recorded it. I was stop starting like the first episode and I was like chopping out my arms and R's and I was trying to make it perfect, right? This perfect podcast episode. How do I record it now? I press record and I just talk. I talk as if I'm talking to a friend because you guys are my friends. And do I fuck up? Absolutely. Do I lose my train of thought? Absolutely. Are there imperfections in this entire podcast in all my episodes? Of course. But it's also what makes it juicy. It makes it authentic. But I reflect back and I'm saying, to my client, imagine if I kept holding on to the fact, like I kind of got through my fear of judgment and then I was like, it needs to be perfect. It needs to sound perfect. It needs to be chopped up and edited. So it's like flawless and like this amazing experience. But that also, if I had held on to that, I probably wouldn't have started for the longest time. I probably wouldn't have, I might have recorded, but I would have every time listened to it and be like, that's not perfect. You know, if I was to listen to this podcast episode and I was to sit in being a perfectionist, a, a perfectionist, I would probably pick it apart and then I would never release it. There is a reason why I record and then I upload and I don't listen over my podcast episodes. That's probably why there is a fuckload of mistakes or a fuckload of, you know, me umming and ahhing and all of this. And that's okay because I don't want this to be perfect because if I'm aiming for perfect for every episode, I'm never going to put anything out because nothing's perfect, right? It comes back to the neutralization pieces. You can keep aiming to have your branding for your business perfect. You can keep aiming to dress, uh, to wait till you're perfectly like dressed and know everything at your job to get that promotion. You can keep waiting until you've perfected masculine and feminine energy until you start dating again. You know, whatever it may be, but I promise you, you will be waiting for the rest of your lifetime. And this is unfortunately a lot of people who don't do the work or a lot of women who won't invest in themselves in any capacity. doesn't have to be monetary, but any way of developing this and having the the confidence in themselves to be able to make mistakes and, and have imperfections in life. I see no progress being made six, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months later, years later. And this is what held me back and probably stopped me. Part of the reason stopped me from starting a business or putting myself out there or creating the content that I really wanted to before my business, because I thought it had to be perfect. There are so many things that I put out now as established, as developed as I am. Like I'm a six figure business owner and there are still things I put out that two months later, I look back and I'm like, oh, what was it that, you know, and I have a laugh about it and I go, okay, I'm going to do that way better. It's going to look way better. I'm going to speak better or whatever it may be, but that's amazing because all these mistakes, all these failures, all these imperfections, we learn, we become better. And this is part of identity self-concept work is actually becoming better because if you're never getting feedback about yourself, especially from yourself, this is what people avoid, getting feedback from themselves. You know, it's one thing to ask for feedback from a coach, a mentor, your best friends, your loved ones, whoever, but to actually go and look at the things you've done and be able to audit yourself really honestly. I actually touched on this a little bit in last the last episode. To be able to do that really honestly and use that as feedback and not shame yourself, not judge yourself, and then move forward, that is something that is going to be one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself. And kind of the last, like 
feeding into that, one of the last things that I want to bring to you is remember that perfectionism is also a coping mechanism to gain a sense of control of your life. And this is what I felt in my 20s. If, if I was trying to make everything perfect and I wasn't really making progress with a lot of like my dreams and desires and projects and all of that, but it felt like I had a sense of control in my life. It felt like I was doing something it felt that I was avoiding the failure. I was avoiding criticism. I was avoiding the judgment. And so my brain goes, well, if you're avo avoiding all of those and you're doing all of that, then that's great. You're doing well. You're progressing when you're actually not. So also try to think about, am I using this perfectionism as a way to control my life? to have a sense of control when really I think it's actually a true reflection that you don't have control over your life because you don't have control over your emotions. You were not neutralizing yourself, which falls into the emotional category. You don't have control over your identity and your self-concept, right? You're laying it in the hands of other people or in the perceptions or what you believe is going to be perfect. So just something I wanted to put out there and something I wanted to share with you. I think that over the past couple of years, not only have I struggled with this in my earlier 20s, it is also something when I have let go of and when I just put out something, you know, there's a difference between being sloppy and and just like putting out whatever and not having a care and just being like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not, I'm trying not to be a perfectionist, so I'll just put whatever the fuck. There's a difference between that and also refining something. And this is why it is so important to be able to trust yourself to be able to tap into your intuition, to be able to emotionally regulate because when you are able to trust yourself, listen to your intuition, emotionally regu regulate, change your subconscious programming, you can audit yourself. You can be kind to yourself. You don't shame yourself. You don't judge yourself. And in fact, this is one of the topics that I highlight and I go into inside of the Confidence Collective, which is open. It is open for enrollment. It is going to be the last round for 2023. So the Confidence Collective is one of my most loved containers of my entire business. It's one of the OGs. It's been refined. And this is what I'm talking about. This container has been refined over the past four years. But imagine if I just waited till it was perfect in quotation marks and the trainings were perfect and the way I hosted calls was perfect. I, it wouldn't be where it is right now. It is so potent. It is so juicy. It's not a container that most mindset business embodiment coaches put out that's like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to love yourself and, and all of that, you know, airy fairy stuff when it comes to confidence. Yes, of course, we touch on self-love and self-trust. It is actually a container that is much more than that. It's about transcending who you are right now and really being able to trust yourself. The Confidence Collective has transitioned into a container of building the relationship that you have with yourself. And if you struggle with perfectionism, it is definitely a container you need to be getting yourself into for the end of 2023. The link is in the show notes below. Feel free to also slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jess Benelli. Have a conversation. Tell me you listen to this. Tell me what you're struggling with with perfectionism. Don't be scared. I know it can be so scary to reach out. I know it can be so scary to get the wheels in alignment, to invest in yourself and, and go with all of that. But I promise you, I don't buy it. I love having conversations with all my podcast listeners. And if you're really resonating with this or this is something you're struggling with, let me show you and workshop with you. And this is the beauty of the Confidence Collective is 
Yes, you get modules. Yes, you get bonus trainings. But the beauty is the coaching calls, which are workshops, and the Voxer, which Monday to Friday, get to pop in. You get to ask me any questions and you get that one-on-one personalized advice, right? It's this podcast episode, the free content that I put out there is one thing. And I give so, so much and I love doing it. But being able to get personalized and understand, all right, Jess, this is my situation. This is what I'm doing. I I need help bridging the gap here. That's another thing. That's another level. And the Confidence Collective, like I say, it's not just this airy, very, fake it till you make it and you're going to be confident. No, we understand why are we aiming for perfection and why am I scared of using my inner voice? Why am I fearful of taking up space and expanding my presence and stepping into my full power as a woman? It's one of the most juicy and potent containers. So show notes below especially if this resonated for you because this is a topic I dive deeper into and I love speaking about and I love workshopping through. It is open. We start mid-October, but of course, come and speak to me if you have any questions. But I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode around perfectionism. Of course, if you want me to do a part two, tag me in your stories, slide into my DMs, let me know specifically. And of course, if you want that really personalized vibe, if you want to be held in a container, it's 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 just punchy. It's three weeks, right? It's a three-week investment to really come into quarter four and then finish off the year and start your quarter one. Then definitely come into the Confidence Collective. But yes, if you love this, you want a part two, slide into my DMs and we can chat. But I will speak to you next episode. Bye.